You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, for another episode of Locked On Texans, your daily Texas talk and news podcast on Locked On Podcast Network. It is your guy, some sports guy, and as always, to the right of me, my man. Cody Davis. How you doing today, John? Cody, I am doing really well. Um, kinda, we kind of had a free show yesterday. You know, it, it was a very slow time. The, the schedules just came out, so we kind of... It was fun. It, yeah, it was fun. It was it was a, a free fun show, uh, but Bill O'Brien had some things to say about the upcoming schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, we can also take a look today in uh, the area of Brian Gain and his press conference. Just hear hear a snippet of what he said. Um, is 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 how they the, how the Texans are looking at the upcoming draft and. Their board work, so we can dive into that. And uh, also, if you missed the Javier Edwards interview from earlier this week, we'd also get that back on for you today as well. You can find this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Megaphone, Stitcher, and you can argue that sports.com. Follow us on Twitter and don't forget Himalaya. Himalaya, that is a new app as well. Also, today was our day for the NFL Locked On Podcast mock draft. We mm-hmm. were at 23. So go ahead, go ahead and check out lockedonpodcast.com and look for the day four of the NFL mock draft. So uh when we come back, we will dive into a little bit about what Bill O'Brien had to say about the uh upcoming schedule that released yesterday. Did you catch how a lot of the social media teams for the NFL were uh, announcing their schedules. Carolina had the best. Carolina did have a Carolina had a great one. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed all, the Game of Thrones one. They did, I'm so sick of here. I think because Game right now I'm, I'm like really into Game of Thrones, so I'm catching but, but up. But it's it's boring. Did you watch it? No, I don't need to watch it. So how do you know it's boring? Because I'm watching the Rockets go up two zero on the Utah Jazz. That's why. That's one day. It don't matter. Speaking of the Rockets, shout, shout out to Locked On Rockets uh, and Ben Du Bois. Follow him on Twitter at Ben Du Bois, um, and you can follow this show on Locked On on Twitter, Locked On Texans. How can you say something is boring and you didn't check it out? I've because checked it out. I looked at the preview. I'm like, no, I'm not about to watch this. All right. Well, previewing for the next segment, we will dive into a little bit about the 2019 schedule, some more. And what Brian Gang had to say. All of that and more when we come back on the other side of the break. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back in, guys and girls, Texan fans, all alike. Um, Thursday, like we said earlier, go check out who we drafted in the Locked On Texans. With the Locked On Podcast mock draft, we had the 23rd pick, just like the Texans. Um, I like our pick. I, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it, and I think there's a real possibility that at 23rd, especially since we've heard from Bill O'Brien about how he likes his, you know, lineman and versatility. 
Uh, I went with Dalton Reisner because we could not get a trade up to 17. Now, I've been on record, I don't know how many times, if we have a chance to trade up with the Giants, uh, go that route. And it looks like the Giants, they don't even know what they're going to do at the quarterback position. They could go with another pick at six. I'm thinking maybe Ed Oliver and then try to go with a Daniel Jones. For some odd reason, they're big on Daniel Jones. but It's the Giants. Um, it is the Giants. They're going to they they draft a kicker. They're not drafting a kicker. They're punter. They're not going to do that. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> um, so we, we didn't get a chance to trade up, and Minnesota snatched in our draft Andre Dillard. Played it safe, and I still like our pick with Dalton Reisner out of Kansas State. Um, I wish we were able to get into the second round. That would have been fun. It yeah, would have been a lot, but that would have been fun. Uh, but speaking of the draft and everything that comes with it, uh, as you know, OTA started this week. The workout program is on Monday. So that means coaches, GM, organizational people, everybody's in the media right now, in the spotlight, in the press, and uh, today – had a chance to hear from Brian Gang, the new Texan GM. This is his first full year um, as the GM for the Houston Texans. And this is what he had to say about the upcoming draft and how they are going to look at everything. That relates to philosophy, Mark, I would say from, from, a, from our standpoint. We're always going to do what we can to improve the team in any position, okay? We're focused more, not so much on need in the draft process, but we're focused on the actual process, all right? Get the board right, rank it correctly, and really let the board speak for itself. So our focus is more about our preparation and the process of how we arrive to those decisions. So those conversations have already happened, and they're still happening to this to this date as it relates to how the board will be finished. But the board will speak for itself. The board will speak to us about the next best player to pick. If it happens to be a position of need or per- perceived need, and it happens to be the, the next best player on the board, those are the best selections, obviously, when it meets both of those. But we will we will make sure that the board speaks to us as it relates to whoever we pick when we're on the clock. Yeah, so that was Brian Gang. This is his uh, second year as the Houston Texans GM. First full year for him, you know, he was brought on last January um, because of Rick Smith having to step down Mm -hmm. because of the things that he had going on. Personally, don't want to touch too much on it, but um, like I, you know, hinted at this is Gang's first full year. Uh, You know, a lot of times when you come into a different situation, the circumstance, there could be like an old regime that's still there, a way that you have to refine yourself in your role and, and position. It happens for everybody, whether you're the the lowest guy or the the biggest guy at a company organization. It's going to happen. So his his second draft for the Houston Texans, and I think it's very essential that he hits it on this draft. And I liked what he said about making sure that they are really doing their due diligence with their board. Um, With that quote, that that clip that we just listened to, you know, he hinted on – what they're going to be looking for, whether it's best available, best available for need, you know, whatever the case is, they're going to do their job and really evaluate their board. And that is what we as listeners, fans of the organization, um, even people in the organization needs to hear because it's huge having this draft for your first draft where you don't have to worry about what somebody else would have done. Uh, We've talked about, what McNair, Janice McNair has said that she gives her, her the organization free range to do what they need to do. So 
Uh, in regards to his comments, Cody, how do you feel about him? I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. That's a that, good word. That That's a real good word. From what I took out from the clip that you played from Gaines, I'm really, really hopeful that the Texans are going to come away a better team at at the end of this draft. Right. And it's 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 one thing if he would have said, you know, we we were only focused on best available because sometimes we know teams they don't look at a particular need. They would just see a big name on the board. They're drafting it, and then you're stuck in a situation where you still have a f- you still have a hole to fill. Yeah, right. And not only that, you also are looking at a situation where that also, you know, we we talked about it a lot, especially since we took over this show. How much the Houston Texans really need to draft and improve that offensive line? Right. That's that's what I that talk clip, to everybody. That lets me know. He's not only just going to focus on the offensive line because, I mean, we all know that's the Texans' weakest position right now. So I'm, I'm real hopeful to see how well and how much better the Texans are going to get in this draft. And not just in the first round, but just, you know, Overall, in the draft as I think a whole. the Texans are in a position where they – that is a undeniable must to address mm-hmm. immediately. But at the same time – now, the rest of the draft, please, by all means, evaluate what you have, evaluate yeah, it on the board. That's, that's what I'm but saying. But with that very first pick, without a shadow of a doubt, you have to go with linemen, and I think you have to go with a tackle. Um, I know you're not comfortable. You can't be comfortable and okay with just having a Khalil, who we signed to a one-year deal, and, mm-hmm. and Julian Davenport fight for those tackle positions to be starters. Moving forward for what you have back there with Deshaun Watson, that's not something you should be comfortable with. Yeah. Uh, and no disrespect to those guys at all. I mean, you made it this far in your, in your career in, your, in the league, but it's still a business decision. Mm-hmm. So that's something you have to really assess and look at at that first pick. I've been very confident about what um, – Gaines has had to say and Bill O'Brien. So mm-hmm. I think that's it, it was important to hear him say that. If you guys want to check out the whole clip, just go to HoustonTexans.com and you can watch that, uh, the press conference for Brian Gaines today. Uh, also, before we get out of here, we know that we're going to replay the Javier Edwards interview from the other day, just in mm-hmm. case if you you know didn't catch it at the time. Bill O'Brien also has some things to say about the 2019 schedule that came out yesterday. We're going to go ahead and get that played, and then we'll come back with the Javier interview. First time. Well, you know, obviously the first game. You know, you, you look at that first game, and, and it's really an interesting time of the year because you've just started the off-season program, and, and the schedule comes out at a time where it really creates uh, a little bit more focus, uh, and everybody's uh, looking at that New Orleans game, and you know, obviously a great opportunity for us against a great football team, uh, Sean Payton, excellent head coach, uh, Drew Brees, Hall of Fame quarterback. So uh, monumental challenge for us, but something that uh, we're, all, we're all looking forward to. That was Billy O discussing in a little bit. Wasn't too much. Didn't want to give you guys the full, you know, clip. Wanted to save some room for ourselves. But that was Billy O kind of touching on the upcoming 2019 schedule for the Houston Texans. Really quick, you know what this upcoming schedule showed me just based off the teams that we saw last year, like New Orleans, who was in the NFC title game, like San Diego, who was in the AFC 
uh, playoffs, like Kansas City, who had the MVP, um, teams that are looking to bounce back, like a Jacksonville, who got Nick Foles. This upcoming season, to me, really says, and this is strictly going based off the past season, that Bill O'Brien entering uh, his final year of his last contract before his extension hits, his four-year extension, uh, he's been here over five years. Deshaun Watson is finally coming into an offseason healthy, 100% healthy. That's really huge. That's really huge. He's going to get a full offseason. He's going to be able to go through all of the workouts. This is his third year. We know what he can do on the field. Cody, I'm looking at this this the schedule and I, I'm thinking to myself this is a really prove to me if you are really going to be going to compete and be contenders in this league or are you just going to be one of those teams that comes every now and then show you that uh, there's potential but don't get it done oh yeah this is a very interesting schedule very very I mean <laughs> you kick off like he you kick like Bill off. Say, not, not only do you kick off against the Saints, you going, kick off in the dome in, in the dome. New Orleans. Yeah, that's going to be huge. That that's really really big. And you just and Tyron Matthews not even going to be a Texan to, to I play know, at right? home. So that's that's kind of funny. Man, that, that's that's sad. But I mean, just the fact that we play, just the fact that the Texans play against every single NFC South Division team this year. Yeah, that's so, pretty. Well, you that's know, every year big. they the, the NFL they give you that division to play. This year was yeah. the NFC South. You and know that that, alone, that 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 alone is a test. So right prove there. it. Look at the last few, the last five to six years. Carolina's been in the Super Bowl. Mm. Atlanta's been into the Super Bowl. New Orleans has been robbed. No, I'm not I'm gonna say even were, even though we the even last two we years been robbed. I wouldn't even say one year. You can say this prior year before, was a robbed I mean, and the year before this year was, was, was robbed. But I mean, every single season in that division, you always know it's gonna be at least three teams that can literally at least go to the NFC championship game. I mean, right. just take a look at least the last four or five years. Atlanta, Atlanta, New Orleans um, twice. New Orleans twice. You look at um, Cam's MVP year when Cam they go MVP to the Super Bowl. Year when they went to the Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos, like that division alone is a test. And not only that, you your play. division is going to be a test. The, the NFC, AFC South, looking at the key additions that the, the teams have made. Exactly, Jacksonville, Jacksonville getting they, a quarterback. They finally got their quarterback. Let's see what they're going to do. Look at like, Indy, who just. You know how they ended the season, made it to the playoffs. They're going to look to be better and have a, a a breakout year from a lot of different players that were on a cusp or guys that's going to continue their trend. So even even if you look outside of both of those divisions, I mean, it's still tough matches. I mean, you got Kansas City MVP of the league with Pat Mahomes coming in. Exactly. Well, are they going to Kansas City? Um, yeah, they'll be they they will be they in will Kansas be in City. Kansas City. Uh, I remember when I first saw. Kansas City coming to Houston a couple of years ago. This was when Alex Smith was still the quarterback. Those fans showed up. So you're going to go to their home. They're going to definitely show up. You have New England, who you have only won one game against the big in 11 brother. tries. You know, um, your schedule is really set up to and, really prove honestly, if you're you, real or not. You can't even look past the Ravens. The Ravens with that <laughs> defense, even though they lost a couple players, they lost Suggs, they lost Weddle. They have uh, two Heisman winners with Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson now. Then they still have a defense mm-hmm. that is going to be reliable. That's never going to go away. They have some weapons now. So San Diego is another team. 
the Houston Texans no, are Los really. And, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Los Angeles, the, the Chargers. Yeah, let me say that. But the Houston Texans are in a position right now where they they really have to prove it, and it starts next week. It starts next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Making those additions to your team that's going to affect you immediately. Um, so that's going to be fun. We're definitely going to see how that's going to turn out. Uh, the Javier Edwards interview is coming up next. We will go ahead and have that replayed for you. And the news that we definitely got to tell you guys, of course, is Brian Gain and Jadavian Clowney uh, are still working on a deal um, as I'm of today. I'm so happy to hear that. As of today. Um, they cannot afford if, to if a deal. I think if a deal doesn't get striked by next week, go ahead and explore trade options. They, they cannot afford to lose this guy. Go they, ahead and they explore can't, trade you, options. Like the Texans lost so much this offseason. They cannot afford to lose. Well, if you get Clowney. if you get valuable pieces back. But what valuable pieces can you get back? Well, if you can get a second rounder. That's still a gamble. You can trade you can trade Clowney for a second round second rounder. That potential player that you draft may not be as close to half the player Clowney is That's today. That's very true. And Clowney is a three-time Pro Bowler. Already so, a three-time Pro Bowler. And he's only going to continue getting better. I could, I could definitely see that. I don't think he's going to get the end money, but I think they'll have a good contract waiting for him. So we'll see. When we come back, the Javier Edwards interview. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back, y'all. Uh, before we get out of here, we definitely, like we said, are going to re-air the Javier Edwards interview. Um, a, a local kid who was at the local pro day uh, a couple weeks back played at Colorado, nose tackle, and that is an area of concern for the Houston Texans. I, I don't want to say concern, but it's an area that can be improved on, an uh, area of improvement that you can bring in guys. You, you lose Covington. So, um, he's a guy that bench pressed 225 over 30 times, ran a 4-9. There are areas in his game that he can work on uh, for a lot of people, Mm. you know. I think his pro day uh, really pushed him. So, we can see what's going to go on with that. Um, But I had fun interviewing this guy, man. Yeah, we both did. I had really good fun. And you can really tell he is from the city of Houston, Uh, you know, by just the way he talks and the way he speaks and it, kind of his slang of, you know, some of the things that he responded to. Not that it was a bad slang at all, but it's just you can tell Houston it's in him. So that'd be a great feel-good story, just a, a kid that bounced around from Blinn to Colorado, went to Aldean here in Houston, gets drafted or signed undrafted mm-hmm. by the Houston Texans. I think with their seven-round pick, that's an area that you could go with, you know? So we're going to go ahead and get that played. Don't go anywhere. Check out the Javier Edwards interview. What's going on, Javier? What's going on? What's the word? Nothing much, man. Thank you for allowing us to interview you today. And, of course, we got to talk about what's going on. Now, you had the local pro day. You attended the local pro day for the Houston Texans. Um, And let me just say, crushing the 225 at 31 times and then on top of that you ran a 4-9 so obviously so he's powerful and fast yeah he got some speed and he (laughs) definitely has some strength I know personally I've only been able to do 225 17 times I've never Um, done it so you've never done it so Javier he got some strength and he has some speed when you run anything in the fours and as as there's no tackle no tackle you really got some good feet work 
And right now you're flying a little bit under the radar. How important was it to go out and show out at the local pro day for the Texans? Oh, it, it, it was crucial. It, it was everything to me. You know, I I just had to show everybody, you know, how athletic I was. Because, you know, Colorado, you know, we, we didn't have a – we had a tough year. And, uh, you know, losing seven straight, you know, we didn't have a season we wanted to. So, you know, and the Coach Scouts love to see guys, you know, winning. But, you know, me going and killing my pro day, it, it, it made them, you know, take a second look at my film and – not only that, the local pro day was held because you're from Houston. You're a local kid. You played at Aldine. How important was it to just show people that's been seeing you uh, from high school all the way up until the point that you're you're at now? You know, to to prove people that's been continuing supporting you that don't worry about it. I got this because you were in your backyard, so to speak at the local pro day being in the city of Houston? Oh, man, that, 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 meant, that meant a lot to me and my family. So, you know, you know, you know the whole family wants to play for the Texans, so... <laughs> I bet. Getting that workout was just like I got drafted for the Texans. <laughs> so, you know, man, it, it was important, to, you know, for the, the young high school kids, the Aldine Davis. So, you know, in Aldine District, it's just like HISD. You know, not, not, not many guys get that opportunity to make it out. Pretty sure John did the same. We all dream of becoming a pro athlete, rather if it's in the NFL, NBA, baseball, or whatever it might be. You know, we all dream of of becoming that guy to be drafted. Can you just explain what does this mean to you personally that you are at least a week away from achieving your ultimate goal and dreams? Oh man, it is it's it's crazy. You know, we all know it's life-changing. But, you know, it, it, it's not really my ultimate goal, though. It's, you know, it, it's just a stepping stone. The ultimate goal is to get that gold jacket. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's it's, 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 a, it's a wonderful feeling. And, you know, I'm, it feels good to be at 1%, you know. It's, man, at times I'm speechless, you know, just to be in conversation with, uh, with uh, NFL scouts. Your life dream is to put that gold jacket on. The first step, like you said, is getting drafted, getting to a team that you believe you can affect immediately. Of course, nobody wants to sit. However, if it happens, I'm sure you'll learn from your time or the team was a best fit for you. But looking at your history, your family history, it it doesn't look like this is not something that's made for you or something you're not made for. Your brother who played at Nebraska and North Texas. You had a cousin that played in the NFL for the Chargers. Your uncle, Larry Woods, he played in the NFL for six seasons. So you have that background. How much are you getting from those who played in the NFL, like your cousin, like your uncle, um, to really not necessarily motivate you, but prepare you for what's about to come? Oh, man, they, they just keep giving me advice, you know. But just like them, I grew up, you know, not having much, and 
and you know, just they just tell me to keep being hungry, keep that pain hungry. And you know, it, it, and it's you know, I'm blessed to have those type of guys in my corner. You know, they're not just friends; they're they're actual family. So it's that's, that's great. Now, <clears throat> we talked about the football stuff. What's one thing you can't wait to do when you get drafted? One thing I can't wait to do when I get drafted. Man, I want me a car. <laughs> I, I'm tired of walking. I bet, look, I, that, that walk can help you, your, fo- your 40 speed out, though, I bet. Yeah, that, that too, you know, my, 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 that, the, um, the Uber money, the Uber lift, man, they be my pocket, man. <laughs> like, oh. What's your dream car? Dream car? You know, the dream car. I I, I want that 84 Cutlass with, with the fifth wheel at the back. Oh, he from Houston for real. <laughs> he's a Houston He's a Houston kid for real. But, you know, you know um, a, a nice Cadillac or, or Lincoln, man. I, that Lincoln coming in 2019, man. That's a bad car like that, man. I'll tell you what, when you get drafted, let us all just take a ride and enjoy it. Oh, yeah, we do that. We can do that. Hey, Javier, um, you spent two years at Blinn, correct? Right. So going from Blinn, transitioning to the Pac-12, now you're on the verge of going to the NFL. What is the lesson that you can take from when you made that transition from Blinn to the Pac-12? What's the lesson that you can take when you make that transition from college football to the, to the NFL because we all know playing in blend is different from playing in the Pac-12 and of course college football is a hell of a lot different than playing in the NFL. Well, one thing that I can take out of it is, you know, I realize, you know, success doesn't happen overnight. You know, it, it, it's going to take hard work. It, you have to be, to get to where you want to be, you have to be uncomfortable. Do something that, you, that you've never to do something that's never been done before, you got to do something that you've never done before. So you just have to be uncomfortable with the situation and, and you know, make the best out of, of every opportunity. That's, a, that's You're 100% right. Um, when you when you think about making the, the best of every opportunity, you put in that work, you put in that grind, sweat. Like you said, you're, you're tired of walking or you're tired of the Ubers. And um, the unconventional route that you went is very conventional for a lot of players that make it to the point where you're at right now. If you look at what Baker Mayfield, he was a walk-on, so he didn't have that much coming out of college. And look, he was the number one pick. Um, so it happens for certain players, and certain players that you go through everything, and it makes you stronger. Now, a last couple of questions that I would have uh, for you: playing at Colorado those two years, um, there that is a school like you say it didn't finish. The season didn't finish how you would expect it. Going on that losing streak, uh, evaluating everything, and the, the Pac-12 Colorado isn't isn't an eye popper sometimes. Uh, now for scouts, they do a lot of evaluations. If you could tell them a couple things, I got two questions. What's one player you compare yourself to? Well, I would say in the, in, in the NFL right now, I would say Marcel Darius. Oh, that's a good one. I really, I got, um, I really compare myself to, he, 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 he retired, you know, he was a great player, Casey Hampton, he's from Galveston, Texas, so I, right. I really, I really look up to that guy too, 
When you say Marcel Darius, that means you nasty. You don't you don't really have too much to care about on that field besides getting to the other side, causing some pressure in that backfield. Um, what's one thing you'd want teams to know about you that, that is not on tape that they can only tell by really evaluating you as a person? I want them to know that I'm an extremely coachable guy. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to to make the organization the best organization in the world. Because you know, at this level, it's more than just football. It's a job. You know, the, the, the scout who, who who you know uh, putting in the word for me. He, you know, my my job is to take care of his family now too. You know, but you know, I, my performance is. It's for him too. It's for everybody, and you know, I'm 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 a guy that you know gonna gonna bring energy to the locker room, energy to the team. You know, you you see, you see me every morning coming in the work. You you know, you're not gonna be like, oh man, this guy again. <laughs> but uh, you know, just just a, a fun guy, loving guy, a guy that's gonna do his job, a guy that's gonna go above and beyond to make people around him great. And everything. Cool, man. And um, before we let you go, I have to ask this question: What if you get drafted by the Houston Texans? Like, wh- what would that mean to you? Man, if I get drafted by the Houston Texans, that's gonna be that man. That's man, gonna be amazing. Like, I, 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 that's gonna be a dream come true. You know, that's like growing up. That's all you, you know, and. From Houston, you know, you didn't think about going to UT. That's so true. That's so true. That's it. That's it. Like, that's, you know, if I have the opportunity to play for the Texans, then playing next to guys like J.J. Watt, I can learn from J.J. Watt being a dominant run stopper and then learning from him and being a nasty pass rusher. Come on, now. It's history is written right now if I get next to J.J. That's confidence, too. <laughs> I like that confidence. Thank you, um, Javier, man. We really appreciate it. Wish nothing but the best of luck. We we definitely have to get you on soon in the future. Uh, and we, we're going to, you know, stay in contact with you, give the listeners updates on everything that's going on with your draft process. Good luck, man. Wish nothing but the best for you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, he definitely from Houston. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. Once again, that was NFL draft prospect Javier Edwards. John, I don't know about you, but I really hope that the Houston Texans draft this guy. Not only because he's from Houston, but can you imagine a, a, a defense that features Clowney, Watt, and Edwards? That'll be nice. It'll be fun. Of course, he's going to be in a position where he has to, you know, go up the depth chart. Well, yeah, of, of course that. And, of course, he'd he be in a position where he has to develop. But if you His- if you take a look at the potential that this kid has, if you take a look at what what the future might will hold for this guy, like here's the thing about Javier, you know, doing some film work on him, to be completely honest, there is you know, his technique needs to improve. Sometimes he comes off the ball too high with his strength. Um he can do much more damage if he plays lower than what he does and really stick to his gap assignment. Mm-hmm. Um but when you put somebody that strong with some speed at a four nine seven at his weight, 
you know, that could possibly mean <sighs> that can do some damage up the middle. But of course, if he comes home to the Houston Texans, yeah, that's, if, it's going to be even if he, game he works on. Even if he doesn't come home to the Houston Texans, like any of the other NFL teams can use this. Yeah, game. of course. Like, of he, course. He, he, he has a bright future. I'm really pulling for I him. I think right now he's a guy that is a quote-unquote, and I'm not saying this like he's an item, but a project, mm. but a project that can turn out really well for you uh, if you stick with him through the de- developmental phases oh, yeah. that he's going to go through. Anybody's going to go through the developmental phases from college to the NFL, mm. but he is a guy that isn't highly you know, courted right now. He only had two years at Colorado. His numbers may not pop out to you. However, he was an inside lineman, and we know that combines and pro days and workouts can really boost your draft stock. Yeah. So I, I believe he is a guy that, with the numbers he put up at the local day, uh, that'll help him out. And he is a project that could work out for you long term. So we'll see. We definitely want to going to continue to check him out and. Of course, we wish the best for him oh, yeah, and, and, and stick with him uh, throughout his journey. Anything we want to leave the listeners with for today? Next week is going to be draft. 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 And we, I don't tap. <laughs> we are literally less than a week away from the NFL draft. Um, We have a lot in store for you guys next week, starting on Monday. Yeah, Monday. Monday is the day where... <sighs> Teams are really, really in the war room evaluating. Until next time, this is the Locked On Texans podcast on Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texas and go like the Facebook page, Locked On Texans. I am John, some sports guy Hickman. You can find me on Twitter at some sports guy. Always to the right of me, my man. Cody Davis. And you can find me at Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Yes, the 24 is for Kobe. Oh my gosh. The Bulls on Parade with a party twist. We are out. Until next time, you guys be safe. Enjoy Houston as a city and stay out of traffic. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day.